All right, I'm recording. Okay, I'm recording too. Yay. Here we are, season seven. Ah, I'm a little emotional about that. <laughs> I'm all kinds of acclimated about it. Um, it's crazy. I know, but here we are, and I'm here I'm really are. excited. So if you are just tuning in and you stumbled upon this podcast, welcome. Uh, this is Winging It. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. We normally have a more (laughs) uh, coherent intro than that. But we're feeling emotional (laughs) because it's season seven. It's the last season for now that we know of. Yes. (laughs) Um, Let us us sing before we jump into things. Okay. There's a lot to discuss. Let's do a good one, Sally. <laughs> Season seven style, kicking it off. I don't know how to do it. Give the people what they want. <laughs> just like, just imagine a metronome, and it's like staying in time, and then we're just like singing along to it. You ready? Uh, yep. Oh man, I mean, I know that the West Wing Weekly it. has like famous other people on it, but I'm pretty sure they don't we sing have like that. Us singing, yeah, every week. I feel like I that's mean, come on. five stars, if nothing else. Yep, yeah, hundred percent. We're just yep. doing our part to contribute to the world. <laughs> just expert uh, media. That's all I have here. to give. It's yeah. I don't. We like to give Backstreet Boy references. That is really what you come to us for. Um, okay. Well, let's before we dive into this episode, let's let's just mm-hmm. pause for a moment because last week <laughs> I was in New York City, as Yay. I am prone to do, and I saw the illustrious Alice and Janney in Six Degrees Yay. of Separation. It happened. It really happened. Yay. <laughs> and, and she just keeps saying yay. And I got to meet Allison <laughs> after the show. And she was yay. lovely, as lovely as you would imagine her to be. Oh, Very goodness. serene sort of energy. I'm so glad that she yeah. came out and like signed autographs. Um, yeah. And it was, it was fun. Fun fact, in case we haven't mentioned this, I don't know why we would have. We've been talking to Allison's publicist for maybe a year now, maybe six months. I don't know yeah, about trying to get her. Yeah, it's been it's since been at least before Austin. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been a minute. So she, Allison, is 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 agreed to do the podcast. However, <laughs> um, as we were trying to schedule it, I don't know if you know this, but she's on a TV show called Mom. And she's also on, uh, oh, how do you say, Broadway. So she's a little busy. And also, she has decided she needs to do the other podcast first because she's in real life friends with Josh. (laughs) Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. So when I saw her at the stage door, I said, hey, I'm Andrea. I have the West Wing podcast. And she said, Oh, I I want to do it. I just I have to do Josh's first. So in that moment, yeah. I will just say, even though I don't <laughs> love that response, I also really love that when I said something, Allison knew what I was talking about and that she yeah. still 
wants to do the show. So, yay! Allison, if it ever happens, we would love it. Um, we would be she's thrilled. just a busy lady. Yeah. I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be a sort of last minute, like, you, you're going to have to write a note to your boss and be like, sorry, boss, I'm going to California yeah. tomorrow because Allison had an opening. I'm saving some days for that. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so that's uh, that's kind of my story about Allison Janney. Now we can dive into season seven. Do, do you want to do a TikTok for us? <sighs> sure. Um, so Santos has been has gotten the nomination, obviously, and Leo is a part of the ticket. And basically, we are following that trail and jumping into the the real campaign now, um, now that Santos is the nominee. And we're watching Santos and Leo sort of figure each other out. Uh, there's some pretty great storylines about that. And also, we're still dealing with this leak story and all of the ways that that affects the campaign. And Josh is trying to hire people. And yeah, they're just they're just trying to get you know get their campaign off the ground, get some legs under them, and get, get things moving. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's just interesting. So that's that's really I mean that's pretty much it in a big storyline way kind of way. Oh sure. So and there's Joey Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. There's <laughs> Joey Lucas. The most there yeah. are some, I would say, little Easter egg winks to Wicked. There's Gail the <laughs> Goldfish. Shout out. Shout yep. out to Gail. Um, I would like to start by discussing the flash forward. I almost yes. said flashback. Let's, the flash. Yes. Let's please. Okay. So, <laughs> I at, immediately when I saw this, I was trying to place in my brain... Where was Lost on the Air at the same time as The West Wing? It must have been. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if Lost at invented point, the flash forward. Probably. That's crazy to me. Why was I not watching The West Wing? Why was I watching Lost instead? That was a mistake. Um, no, it's not true. Well, they, yeah. They weren't? Hang on. Oh, yeah, they were. were. At this point, they were. Sorry, 2004. Yeah, I was going to say, this, has, this is what, 2006 at this point. Yeah. So they probably were at the same time. Or six, yeah. So let it be known that the West Wing had a groundbreaking flash forward. And <laughs> it's three years later. I cannot. CJ and Danny. Let's, st let's start with CJ and Danny. First of all, yeah. hi, Danny. Where have you been? Don't know. <laughs> but apparently you come back and you have a baby. What? Yeah. What, what, what are your feelings on this, Sally? I, I mean, my feelings, wait, are we talking like my feelings on what, like Danny all. and TJ having a baby or just them all. telling us that Danny all. and TJ have a baby? All okay, I feel great about Danny and CJ having a baby. Feel not great about them telling us already. Okay. I don't I don't like the flash forward. You don't I'll like it at that. all. I don't like it, it at all as a storytelling device because it leaves very little there's not like there's it's like puzzle pieces to figure out. They even try and make it like, ooh, who's the president? But like Josh yeah. introduces him so right. I know, it was such I, a strange choice. Very right? strange. I mean, I'm happy with where everybody is, but it was just such a weird, it is a weird choice. Like, this feels like the opposite 
of what they want to do because you watch the beginning of this episode and you're like, all right, well, don't really need to watch this season because yeah, I know where everyone ends up. <laughs> yeah, it is very, it is very strange because they do try to hide the president so you don't know for sure who it is. But like you said, because right. Josh is the one that introduces him and he probably yeah, if anybody didn't... else. Yeah, if anybody other than Josh had said like the president's here or whatever. It, you could have thought it was left up to the imagination, but just the way they did that, I mean, you it's not, right? I mean, it's not, or, really. Yeah, or if they had said it not three years into the future, but, like, five years, so that way there was the possibility yeah. that it was a different Steven, administration. Right, right. Yeah, but that yeah. was not it, so uh -oh. that was strange. Toby is at Columbia. That makes sense to me. Will is a congressman. Mm -hmm. Sure, don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Kate Harper wrote a book. Charlie's there, but they don't say what he does, I don't believe. I don't think so. It is quite a collection of dignitaries. I will agree with Josh on that. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. very, very strange to me. I guess in, in the end weird. it didn't, like, what ruin is... things. Yeah. It doesn't ruin anything. It doesn't spoil anything. But, like, what is the – what purpose does that serve? What do we – I mean <sighs> – do they feel like, like people Because I were... get the device of, like, I get the device of, like, you're coming in in the middle of, or not in the middle of something, but, like, you know, you show a scene and then it's like, okay, but rewind. This is how we got here. I get that, but yeah. in this particular instance and the way they did it, it was just, like, it was just odd. Maybe we should ask Eli. I know he didn't write this one. Deborah Kahn is at the helm on this one. Other than the flash forward, which I don't. I personally don't dislike it. I, it just confuses me. I don't a dislike bit. the actual scene. Like I like their interactions and the, you know their little banter and all that. I don't dislike the scene. I just think it's an odd choice. You know? Yeah. I like is, everything but... that happens in it. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like why is but, this happening now at the beginning of season? Right. Seven? Exactly. But other than that, I love this episode. I do too. What What else do you love from this episode? Well, I mean, we'll get into it. Uh, in in detail, but in broad strokes, it just feels very. It's weird because it feels very West Wingish to me, in that it's very fast paced. It's very quippy. Like they have a good bit of the humor back. There yep. are great relationships going on. You know, Santos and Leo are bonding. Annabeth and Leo are bonding. Like that's what makes the West Wing great. But they did that while being out on the campaign. So I really liked that it is feeling. I don't know. It's got that good pacing again. It's just feeling like it's found its footing in the campaign. Not that, I mean, season six had some great episodes on the campaign trail too, but it just really feels like it's, I don't know. It just feels like everything is clicking in this episode for me. Yeah. I really like the cadence of it. I like the pace. Yeah. I mean, the flurry of activity. We've talked about that. I love the <laughs> yes. flurry of activity in, at the headquarters yes. and the color coding of the schedules and how he's never going to set foot in that office again. I'm like, we just met this office. Oh, my gosh. How busy. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love, speaking of the humor, like when Josh is introducing the office, he's like, well, this is the leader of the African-American committee, and this is the women for Santos, and this is the blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, it's kind of like Minority Row right there. And then he says, he introduces like his, he introduces somebody, and he's like, I'm going to take credit for most of what he does. Yeah, that was funny. It's just I don't so know good. that I it's liked the, the minority humor. row thing, but I did like the kind of offhanded comments otherwise. Um, yeah. And, okay, as soon as he said he's got to, like, hire all this staff, I immediately, I didn't realize that this was the episode 
where he and Donna have the meeting. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've I've rewatched oh. it enough. You would think that I would remember which episode it was in. I didn't realize it really. Well, it's a lot of chaos, that. kind of, in the first few episodes. It's true, but I love yeah. that they had it in this first episode because then it like kind of if you were <sighs> on the fence about watching this season, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. they remembered that they started this, and I'm still in completely emotionally invested. Uh, yeah. Sh- should we just dive in and talk about the Josh and Donna? Yeah. and it hurt my heart a little when he says when he says the line about if you think i don't miss you every day i'm just like Uh, like that's that's pretty out there emotionally for josh it is out there in a business context that's like a that's like him offering his letterman jacket he he's just not vulnerable about it and i love that he Let's not just his guard down about that, but how like he can be honest about how stressed he is and how he does need help and everybody's looking to him for answers. So it's not just the fact that he says that he misses her every day because you love her, Josh Lyman. Come on, get with it. Uh, He does. Oh, gosh. And Donna's face as as he says that and she's trying to like... She's trying to advance her career, and it's it's super awkward yeah. for her, but she had to try. And then he says yeah. that and brings it to a whole different level personally, and she, like, has to try not to cry because, oh, yeah, she feels the same way. Come on. Oh. Yeah. And then she walks out, and he, like, watches her walk out, and oh, man. Oh. Oh, I, <sighs> I want to play the whole audio clip of it. I just want to play the whole okay. scene because when she's saying like it, it was my job, Josh, and he's like, "Yeah, but I won." Oh gosh. Military strategist. He was a pilot. Ask him about the overhead compartment, not about the fence. You called Russell a cowpoke. You said the president avoided him in the halls. You hum these boots are made for walking. Every time the press mentioned his name. Yeah, but I won. It was my job, Josh. You're not used to me being in a position of authority. I'm sure that's uncomfortable. You had an airplane hangar out there filled with 500 strangers looking at me for direction. I got a candidate who doesn't trust any of them. Frankly, neither do I. And if you think I don't miss you every day... I can make a couple of calls. Thank you for your time. That whole scene. That whole scene is... Perfect, perfectly heartbreaking to me. Yeah. So, well done, season seven. You've got a Josh and Donna <laughs> in your in your first episode. I applaud. My my only question is not a question really, but the fact that he just like o- immediately opens a drawer and takes out a folder of just like yeah. everything Donna has said is like was he why was he keeping this like did he know this time was coming It's just it's just cute that he like has this folder. Not cute, but like. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. It's like, here I, you go. I'm prepared. Here's this folder yeah. of everything you wrote bad about us. I know. I thought it was funny, too. But I just kind of suspended the disbelief on that. Like, sure. Some oh, yeah, yeah. It's not that I didn't believe it. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, we also, yeah. yes, we have a lot of Leo in this episode because yeah. it's his first real day as the vice president candidate. <laughs> And he's not doing great. He's not doing great. Santos Santos. I do love anytime that he and Annabeth are together. Yes. Because they're so disparate. But 
Um, yeah, I think that they're that's a great that's a great relationship. Um, and again, we obviously know that it, it goes further as the season goes on. They spend a lot more time together, so seeing the beginning of it is is fun. But they're just so their dynamics together. It, it's just. I don't know. It's just so funny. And the dynamic of Leo knowing everything that she's telling him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, that's my own line. But still, him hearing it as a candidate is different. I think that's an interesting... Yeah. I don't know. I think that's the interesting storyline. I love seeing Leo kind of... I love seeing him in a new role and how it's so connected to what he does know. Kind of like Santo says, you know how to run a country. But being the candidate where he's having to do makeup tests and, like, change his outfit <laughs> and, you know, do all of that kind of positioning is completely right. different for him. I mean, he's been a public figure, right. but not in the same way. So it's it's really fun to see him do something different. It is. Yeah. I agree. It's fun to watch him squirm a little bit. Yes. Uh, yeah, he had a couple missteps. He said that uh, candidates are basically not empowered to do anything, which yeah. made Santos look weak. And honestly, so he doesn't know Santos. Or Santos, yeah, they don't know each other. Santos Both. and Bartlett. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Words. Santos and <laughs> uh, Leo. Mm-hmm. And we see that Santos is feeling a little bit... I don't know. Would insecure be the word? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's feeling a little insecure. insecure. Hesitant. He's unsure about Leo. and Because Leo pick. Leo comes with baggage. He, we all know he's got like, he's a little bit older. He's got the health issues. He has some history with drugs. You know, standard mm-hmm. things. But also <laughs> showing the him huge. as the usual cocktail of things. But also because, uh, as they had on the TV in one of the scenes, that Leo brings a level of, like, depth and a command over areas that Santos might be weak in. So putting him on the ticket and making him seem like, oh, he brings the heft that Santos is lacking. So I think he probably was feeling a little insecure. But even still, as much as I understand that, I don't – I'm surprised by how cold Santos seems to Leo. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, because, well, also because I think he trusts Josh, and we've seen him sort of go through this in other decisions Josh will make in the sense of, like, oh, do this, say that, and you can, I don't know, it's not the first time we've seen him be like, are you sure? But then, I don't know, the way that he's so not on board with it, um, it seems like, how did we get him to make this decision in the first place? Without him being fully on board. Or like, it seems right. like Josh would have already convinced him, and I guess he could be having buyer's remorse or whatever but yeah it seems a little odd because he it's not it doesn't fit with his personality that we know like it seems like he would just be respectful and i don't know or at yeah. least or at least want to sit down and talk to leo like that's what it seems like it, it that's what i would how i would imagine santos would have reacted this like all right like get me in a room with him let me get to know him let me tell him yeah. all my ideas like let's let's be pals you know yeah instead of just immediately off. being like no yeah, he started off very cold. I mean, like you need a parka cold. He said, "If you want to, yeah. if you want to quit." I mean, they're even talking. The animosity was so present that he, they were talking about, like, "Hey, if you don't want me here, like, I'll quit or whatever." And Santo says something like, "If you're, if you want to quit, you're gonna have to drum up another heart attack or something." Like, what? Yeah, that's not good. Line. Are Matt <laughs> Santos saying that? 
And he was just so yeah. patronizing to him about like, well, you don't really know what you're doing as a candidate. You know how to run a country. It was like the biggest backhanded compliment. Ooh, it was that part was not fun yeah. to watch. I agree with that. And just doesn't match with like I said, it just doesn't match with the Santos we know. So it was a little odd. But then seeing them come together and start to talk about ideas and build that respect, that was fun. And so it was a yeah. big payoff. But it was just a weird way to get there, I think. Um, yeah. Because I love when they're in the room and, and Josh is like, what's his name? Bram says, you know, I need to grab him for something. And Josh is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, yeah. They're discussing them. ideas. They're planning. Leave them alone. They need this Getting moment. to know you. Yes. Yeah, which is like what he knew would happen. That's why he wanted them to have lunch and all that jazz. So Josh knows what he's doing. He does. Amazing. Amazing. They respect each other as soon as they actually talked. (laughs) Yeah. And let's see. It was fun to see Leo. Well, actually, no. This part wasn't fun either. Having Leo go to the White House with Josh. Like for two, two seconds. Everybody was on the same page. It was like CJ thought they should take a selfie. Not really. I'm embellishing. But they were, she was like, oh, it's a photo occasion. I haven't seen you guys. And we're all here together. And we're all going to coordinate our message calendar. And even yeah. Toby Ziegler was on board. And that, again, lasted two <laughs> seconds. And yep. having to see Leo go and try to talk to Bartlett about the education plan that Halfley was trying to uh, to bring them out on. And yeah, uh, just to see the way that he had to like try to get Bartlett to change his mind, and Bartlett was even like, "Uh, you want to try that again?" Super awkward, yeah. not fun. Yeah. Didn't like it. Well, I liked I liked the part where the part I liked was when Bartlett and Leo were talking, and Bartlett was like, "If you were my chief of staff, what like what would you be telling me?" Because he knows if he was his chief of staff, it would be a different story. Mm. So. The the end when he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Then I like that moment because it's, it's just well, it's interesting because you can see both sides. I mean, we're yeah, playing for both teams to an extent. So like, I get exactly where Bartlett's coming from, and I get exactly where Josh is coming from. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's like mom and dad don't fight. Yes, <laughs> everybody just get along and education for everyone. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those close your eyes and think of England moments. Might be one of my favorite yeah. lines in this episode. <laughs> okay, what else? What else is good? Um, Oliver Babish. Oliver Babish. Yes. He's in this episode. Um, I mean, he's good, but also bad. It's not a good sign because he thinks that someone in the White House is the source. Yeah. And he also thinks that he can just, like, walk into somebody's office and lay down on their couch like he's the <laughs> Queen of Sheba. Like I thought that was pretty funny though. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a great character choice, yeah. but I'm hoping super yeah. unrealistic because that's yeah. Well, and Margaret's reaction of like I was going to tell you that the White House Council needed to see you, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Margaret <laughs> not doing a great job on the whole. Just make sure nobody no. goes in the office thing. Like, nope, not so much. Not I've so been good. A, been a secretary assistant for. A couple of years. I feel like that's a pretty basic thing. Um, uh, yeah. yeah also, so. question question about Margaret. Did we only get to see her pregnant in like one or two scenes in season six? Because she's not uh, pregnant now. We talked about it. I don't know if we saw her pregnant, but it was like mentioned. 
I feel like we saw it. Either way, I'm just saying it's season seven. She's not pregnant now. She doesn't look pregnant. Right. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, it definitely goes away. I don't remember if we see it, but it's definitely not there now. And that's a weird thing. <laughs> it is a strange thing. I'm happy that we have Margaret. Yeah. But it is this, like, big oh, me too. mystery. Um, yeah. Also, I don't like that Babish is trying to get uh, – is trying to investigate CJ for the leak thing. But I am mm-hmm. – Okay with him investigating her for using mustard on a salad. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, I thought that was funny. That was a good little, like, random thing to throw in. I don't know. I wonder if there was some sort of behind-the-scenes story about that, that it was like a joke about somebody, you know? Maybe. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. Because if any of you do... It's does weird. Anybody but she puts it, she puts it in the dressing. That Did you see that? She puts it in the dress. She doesn't just like pour the mustard on her salad. She just adds mustard to her dressing. That Which, yeah, that has to be somebody's thing. Maybe they put it on like the chicken. Um, you know, some salads that have like fried chicken in it. I don't know. Yeah, I do wonder. Wh- I'm interested to know why Babish wouldn't tell the president who his suspect was. True. Also. I'm I'm going with Richard Schiff on this, and I'm choosing to read this. For this rewatch, I'm choosing to read it as though Toby is protecting CJ. And it makes sense. All the really? Scenes, if you, yeah, if you, if you watch it that way, it does make sense. Like when Toby gets upset about, uh, Toby finds out that Babish is in to see CJ, and he calls Kate in there, and it's like, what are you doing? And also, well, we'll get to this. In the next episode, there are some more things that, that I think make sense with that storyline. So... Ooh. Plus, I just don't want to believe it's Toby, so I'm saying it's CJ. Well, and it it makes sense that he would call Kate in there and say that either way because he wants to protect CJ always. Does, but I'm choosing not to believe that. Well, that's that's fair. I, I want to from the see. last episodes is that she was the one that was she was so against it, like she was so pro sending that spaceship. Right. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going with it. That's fine. I feel like that's okay, fine. Cool. That's it's an interesting way. And give us to, something to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting way to view it. And yeah. Although it was, it was interesting also that we got her with uh, Danny Kincannon, our first yeah Danny sighting, in I don't know how long, and that Oliver Babish brought up how frequently Greg Brock was on her call list and he even brought yeah. up the idea that maybe there was something else going on there. So Yeah, that she plays favorites. Or that it was like an affair or it, something. Well, yeah, you couldn't see me, but I did air quotes around favorites. Oh, which oh, meant yeah. to imply po- hashtag podcast problems. Yes. Oh, Playing favorites. You gotta do it vocally. <laughs> um oh, man. yeah, very interesting. <laughs> What else? Oh yes, the Joey Lucas. Let's talk about Joey Lucas. Yeah, for a second. Joey Lucas. Woohoo! I don't have much to say except that I just love her. Every episode <laughs> that she's in, I love her. She's great. It was funny though because like- they were talking. They were talking about like the mommy problem, which is the whole next episode. But they were talking about how that plays out in this first one. The whole like hold me in your arms and stroke my hair thing, and it was. And Josh was like, this is really the kind of comment you don't want to hear out of Kenny's mouth, which is so true and <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. And uh, Santos thinks he's telegenic. Is that a word? Doesn't it's it like mean fo- like photogenic? photogenic just on, on television? television? But yeah, but is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a word. 
That's strange. I think so. Don't, I don't know. Seems a little obtuse <laughs> to me, but what am I? Having an appearance, having an appearance or manner that is appealing on television. Yeah. Just use normal words, Matt Santos. You're not going to win any <laughs> votes by calling yourself telegenic <sighs> or carrying around a copy of Proust. Um, I did like what I would consider a, a, a little Easter egg nod to Wicked when they had Annabeth talking about the Wizard of Oz. Did you catch that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, the Wizard of Oz cartoon pulling the strings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little defying gravity for us theater friends. And yeah. it was funny, the Secret Service, uh, when Leo's meeting the Secret Service detail, and he's like, oh, so who, like, drew the short straw and got me and all of them? I don't yeah. think I realized how much Secret Service is utilized in general so in real life. Well, because you have to have so many shifts and, you know, like, people can't too. be on all the time. So that's what, that's what, you know, makes a difference, I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love season seven. What I, what else is yep. there to say, really? I want to know. I thought this was a great episode. Uh, yeah. I want to know what's yep. going to happen with Josh and Donna. I want to know how it's going to go with Vinick and Santos. And yeah, I will find out. We and the NASA League as much as I need it. I don't I don't really want to know. I don't remember how soon we have the admission of supposed guilt. I don't either. I was thinking it was the second episode, but it is not. It is not. Maybe like so, third or fourth no. or something. Yeah. Good golly. Um, Ugh. who's our MVP? Ooh. <laughs> um. Man, I don't, is there anyone? I'm not like thrilled um, with anybody in this episode. Joey Lucas? I'm, go- I'm gonna go with Josh. If I okay. if you think I don't miss you every day, come on now. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Joey Disc because I love her. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh goodness. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Season seven officially commencing. <laughs> if you, I know. If you guys want to <laughs> share in all of the feels with us, email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail or you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at winging it pod and we'll let you know if we ever record an interview with allison we might kind of space out (laughs) a little bit of season seven to give ourselves more time to give the the act to give martin sheen some more time and aaron sort i don't know we'll see what happens i know can't think about it how great would it be to get jimmy smith as well yeah so far, no word back from Martin or yeah. Jimmy. But <laughs> think about it. <laughs> but we haven't yet like parked ourselves on their lawn, so we'll, we'll yeah. keep you posted. All uh, right, the guys. next episode is the mommy problem, and it it I mean Max Santos is in a uniform, so I know. Stay tuned. Get some popcorn. Stay tuned, indeed. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.